Yo, 12 Volt Talk homies. Look at this man popping in at the top of the hour like a boss. What's going on, Rob? Got to drink your Pepsi. Been busy. Yeah, that, is, that is for sure. Well, um, wow, it's Wednesday again already. And we're on, what, November 3rd, episode 128. Yeah. This is the big week of SEMA. SEMA. We should have been there. We we should have, could have, would have. We were going to be there. Um, we were going to go with Kicker, but when they backed out, then I don't know. I, I think there was a lot more unknowns because um, at the time the, the virus stuff was kind of ri- rising up again and right. all that stuff. Cases were going up, so we were kind of at a impasse. It's like, do we go ahead and just go and buy our stuff or do we? But there's it is what it sure. is. Yeah, we, we have limited vacation. I'm trying to plan it right, but yeah. Oh yeah, it looks like a blast. Yeah, definitely we can meet some cool people and maybe Courtney. Oh, um if John if John Myers there, maybe. Oh, Courtney Hansen. I can get introduced. Yeah. Yeah. He's okay. I I seen the pictures. They have pictures together. He knows it. I think he's got the cell phone number, so we got Sweet. it in. I just We're gonna be power, like power block. A selfie or a dually. What do you call it when you take a picture with somebody? But I'll tell you what. I bet my head looks like twice the size of hers. And yeah. my body, as big as I am, she's going to look like, you know. Yeah. Anyway. Totally. Well, my head looks bigger now because I, I think I'm going to grow my hair out. So, yeah. We're, we're not. You can do a froze. You can match your picture in the 12-volt talk uh, thumbnail. Dude, it's it's will be a fro for a little bit. I'll have to do, I have to use some kind of product because it, it just wants to go. For now, I mean, we'll see. I haven't grown it in a long time. We'll see what happens. It's too much work, man. Spend yeah. too much on hair care products. Just go for the bald look. Bald is beautiful. Oh, yeah. Just takes a little Barbasol and a couple of razors. And I'm good. Well, I'm 40 now, so perfect time to do some kind of midlife crisis thing. True that. <laughs> I guess growing hair is a, Small version of a crisis. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm definitely not going to get where I, you know, have to do the the hair flip to get out of my eyes. I have a friend that done that. To this day, will not admit to it. But me, we all know he did it. <laughs> nice. Have it if you will, my brother. Yeah. All right. So, um, I grabbed some items. Uh, we're going to talk about some newer products. And so when I say new quote unquote new. I want to talk about things that were actually either shipping or just, you know, had just come out because we hear a lot about, about new stuff. And then, you know, when is it truly going to be available type thing? Right. So some of the things I grabbed are things that um, are relatively new, but most of them are available. I think there's one that's not, but I'll still talk about it because there's a special reason why, but let's just jump right into it. Why don't we? Yeah, what, can point? we start with this one real quick? Ooh, go ahead. This one snuck up on us. Our, our buddy Kip didn't let us know these were out in the wild. And uh, we had one we were like, yo, we want those snowmen. Let's make it yes. snow in here. So deep pool you, of strengths. Man, I should have thought about that. I could have grabbed those things and showed it. I know yours are already mounted, aren't they? Yeah, for now. I'll tell they're you temporarily what, mounted. We get through all this stuff and we have a couple minutes. I can go grab mine and, and we'll show them off kind of on camera rob's already done a video showing them off so we can link to that too and we got another video coming out sunday full the review so that's why they're in there they're in there for a whole week 
That's cool. Yeah, those are those are really exciting. Definitely exciting product, and I'm glad they're they're being shipped out now. So check. I know Crutchfield had them on their website. They're like two ninety nine, I think. Yep, that's the price. Suggested retail price is what they'll be selling for in most places. All right, so first thing is big shocker amplifier. Yeah, amps, amps and ramps. So the Smart Five from Tar Amps. This one has been out. I know they they introduced it maybe a month and a half ago or something. It's probably been out for almost a month. Right. They first introduced the Smart Five, and then they introduced the Smart Five Base. What's the difference between the two? <sighs> Crossover. <laughs> oh, is it? Well, okay. actually, if you watch um, Sam Bernard, his video, uh, Bear Vids, he does a really good comparison of the two and talks about them. And he yeah. actually recommends the non-base model um, because he doesn't like the crossovers that are built into these. They don't have a good enough slope on them. So right. he's like, use the regular Smart 5 and then use an active crossover. But, um, you know, these have got dual 2-alt power inputs. So they've got, you know, at least they're thinking well about uh, power needs. But I'm still bugging on a couple things with these amps. The single input. Single RCA input. I mean, And it's not Tiffany. Well, I mean, you know, that that's acceptable, maybe, right. in this price range. But, yeah, single in, single out. I mean, yeah, that's a pain. But the other thing, if anybody who's used these and has tried to adjust these potentiometers, they are horrible. They are really cheap, plasticky. I don't know how long they're going to last type things. Um, I really like the way the amps work. I like the way the protection circuit works. I really am not crazy on the looks. I mean, I think they, they got somewhere to go with the design. They just, they're really bland. Yeah. Um, I do like the little V, the little meter that's built in right around the T for tar amps. There's a little <laughs> VU display there, but, um, yeah, I just feel like they could, they could do something with not only the, potentiometers and stuff but it's got one speaker output i mean i love to see two outputs things like that just kind of small but i don't know you know the potentiometers suck the the single rca is that's all you need but nobody sells single rcs unless you're buying a a coaxial one and even though they're selling those in paper yeah so you mean you'll have to do like a splitter yeah you know take your two down to one or just use your left one. Usually your left one has got the left and right, or usually the bass is on the left channel, but right. it's not always the case because there is some songs that bounce back and forth. So it's best just to use a Y adapter to take both down into one, but that's just another thing you got to buy. And another thing you got to worry about coming up, you know, coming separated as you're basing down the street. But um, yeah, this well, thing. That's something that they don't, if they're huge in the American market now, Mm-hmm. At one point, this was all Brazilian stuff, and all they really cared about was the Brazilian market. But when you're in this market, you're like a very big player now. As far as you know, base systems, you're you're not like on Kicker or Rockford's level. But as far as base setups, you're there. Teramps is competition and demo vehicles. Like you need to have some features that, and I know they've done that with the base models uh, in the past and, and this one as well. But yeah, like you said, there's there's a few things. Yeah, I mean, I guess there comes a point where you have to decide, you know, they're obviously hitting a specific market because these things are like, what I think, 
between five fifty and six hundred. So they're kind of kind of inexpensive right. for an amplifier that powerful uh, that has all that protection built in. So then you know, I guess for them, it's a this: do we fix and make metal potentiometers and get dual RCAs and more speaker outputs and make it cost seventy or eighty dollars more? Or do we just keep going the way it is? So that that's a tar amps decision about their business model. But I think they've got. I'm really impressed with like Gen One tar amps that we played with years ago versus where they're at now. I think they're really yeah. innovating. So I I feel pretty confident that they'll you know once they get their engineering of the actual product down, which they're kind of getting there, then they can move on to the more the aesthetics type. Well, we shall see. But I mean, neither Rob nor I need five thousand watts. So this no. is amp is not for us. And I don't know. You guys in the chat can tell us how many of you guys that watch the show and listen to us use amps this large or larger. Because I know some of you will. Oh, I'm sure quite a few do actually. Uh, we're we're definitely in the minority when it comes to that. Uh, being happy with a thousand watts for sub. We're in the special. Right. Hey, power's cheap now. So. Well. The power out is cheap, but the power in to power the amplifier is not cheap and not getting cheaper, right? Because, I mean, the lithium batteries, the, as you know, the cable, the OFC wire is going up. Yeah. Copper is going up. Um, The price of the alternators is not cheap. Never really has been. Yeah, but just have to. They ain't trying to hear all that. They're just gonna hook it up, or they're not trying to get all that. They're just trying to right. get a five thousand watt amp and plug it into their, you know, seventy yeah. amp alternator and seventy yeah. amp hour battery. And well, be why, like, why ain't this why thing spend, bumping? Why spend six hundred on a base five k when you can get a Boss five k for a hundred bucks? Right, so. and it will actually work with your factory uh, electrical. Yeah, so win 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 win. As long as you get the matching subs to go with it, you know, that are 5K subs. Yeah. Then you know none the worse. So, yeah. What do you guys think about the Smart? Has anybody in the chat played around with the Smart 5 or the Smart 3s and played around with any of the constant power, quote-unquote, amps versus some of the others? I'm just curious because they're they're pretty impressive. I mean, Rockford and, you know, JL's done it for quite a long time. Right. But the Rockford BDCPs are, they're a lot louder than comparable other amps with the same kind of output because of the Did, did you power. test these at higher impedance and seeing if it kept the same wattage? Uh, the three, yeah, the three, I think I test all the way up to eight ohms. And it, it, it was the same wattage? No, no. Same so it, does, as four. It, it does the same like 0.5, 1, and 2. Right. And then when you get to four ohms, it it dips a little bit. Like in this case, it goes from five thousand, I think, seven hundred watts. Yeah. At four ohms, and then eight ohms, it's probably like fifteen, maybe eighteen hundred. Yeah, not bad. No, I'm... it's quite a bit of power. <laughs> quite a bit and, of power. Wait, you know the funny thing is when people start actually, you know, looking at the impedance of their subs while they're playing it, they're gonna be like, "Whoa, what's going? What twelve ohms? What? What in the yeah. world? I swore these." Were dual one ohm subs interesting too they claim 84 <laughs> percent event at half an ohm wow that's too far off of what i'm uh range from 9.5 volts to 17 for the idle this is always <laughs> interesting and something that's not really talking but the, 
musical consumption versus the sinusoidal consumption. Yeah. So if you're listening to music, your current pool is going to be quite a bit less. Well, average, right? I mean, if you're listening right. to constant bass, like a solid bass track, that's not really much difference than a sine wave. So, um, but if you're listening to dynamic music that that has bass tones in and out, then you're going to be pulling a lot less. Yeah, I demonstrated that on my video that I dropped Sunday with the yes, NPX four channel because a lot of people don't realize it when you're just playing a four channel, even to sub and speakers, um, you're not pulling a ton of amps. I mean, just on regular music. Rodlo31, thank you for the super chat. SPL card is very NK rising to two. Yeah. yeah. I know a lot of people that Sam Bearvids has an HD 10K, I think that he used. So a lot of people use these. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've, I haven't heard one yet that I thought, ooh, this sounds pretty. So I think I've heard some that's like, well, this is okay. And then I've heard some tamps uh, that were, I was like, yeah, this sounds terrible. Hmm. That MD HD. Yeah, that might be different, on it? That might be the worst sounding amp I've ever tested. Ouch! Yeah, sorry about that, Rob. Sorry I sent you that. <laughs> hey, um, but I, all I needed was the power. So you need the power. That's right. You need the power. It's got the power in spades. So the new the new versions here also support up to four volts. I know that was a problem in the past. Concerned about them not being able to support uh, four volts input. So they do that now. Um, anyway, that's enough talk about the Smart 5. But yeah, I think for, for pretty cool little amp, because the best part about it is you don't have to worry about like loading it down too low because it right. will protect itself. And it does it very well and very quickly. It, it's not going to blow up. Yeah, definitely. So another one um, that we've seen recently, and I haven't got my hands on this one yet, but hopefully I will soon, the Crescendo Skyway 3K. Um, this one kind of just appeared recently. I don't remember this one being announced or anything. This is a full bridge Brazilian style amp too, right? I believe so. Uh, yep. As by shown by the, looks like it's got one Oh inputs and it runs 3,300 Watts, one ohm 13.5 volts, uh, heavy copper traces and the Korean built boards, Tiffany style RCA. Uh, Oh, so it, it does 16 volts also. You can get 3,600 watts. So if you've got wow. um, a little bit more input voltage, that is not normal. If you guys notice, a lot of the amps are going to protect around 15 and a half volts. Right. So a lot of them won't, won't take that higher voltage. And from what I've to been told by people who um, you know have amplifiers built and engineered and everything, that the higher voltage they take, the more... Because um, the older Sundowns, I think, used to... What was it? The SA... SA models, SAZs used to take up to like 18 volts or something. Right. And that was supposedly a lot more expensive. You would think it'd be the other way around because you're getting more voltage input that requires less switching yeah. for the output. But they, they probably got to use higher higher grade transistors and all that stuff. And uh, Yeah, and the caps, the filter caps yeah. and all that stuff too have to be able to handle it. But uh, this one's interesting. I, again, I haven't played with it yet, but it is a new... Uh, model. I know the Symphony models have been out for a little bit, but um, this one looks interesting. So maybe we'll be able to get yeah. one in and try it out and see. see well, it's cool it they're going. using a Korean board. So, you know, historically they've, 
as far as amps that are not like bespoke, uh, mm-hmm. the cramp boards are have been more reliable uh, than some of the cheaper, like the Chinese amps that just get shipped out you know, with a different name on them. So <laughs> they're, they're picking on me, calling it Tiff. Uh, somebody used a Larissa High 25. I use Debbie Gibson RCAs myself. <laughs> Um, so yeah, a couple of amps right off the bat. Actually, I have another amp, but I'm gonna skip it. Well, show that art, show that artwork real quick. Oh, yeah, Jake, Jake. Got that. yeah, that, that's pretty dope. Yeah, that dude's pretty, um, yeah, yeah, I like that. It, it's uh, it's like a what do they call them, uh, over in Japan, Godzilla, yeah, yeah, but they have like a name for those type of characters, all the big. Somebody's going to have to help you out with that. Yes, yeah, so someone, somebody in chat, help me out. Like, yeah, something. <laughs> it, I, it's like when someone, it's going to be cool when they say it in chat, and they okay, kaiju, it'll be cool. Kaiju, kaiju. before yep. kaiju. Mullen, okay. got it right as as I done it as well. Yep. Look at that, Mullen's all up on it. Yeah, he's on it, man. Very cool though. Yeah, that's a cool drawing. So next, we're going to skip around a little bit. Like I said to something that's not extremely new, but it was announced a while back and they just started shipping not too long ago, but it's the Sony Mobile ES line, including this fat daddy head unit. Right. The XAV9500 ES. And Soundman just did an install in his son's car and he had like the sub, the head unit. I think then he had a couple sets of the... um the six and a halfs he put some in the front and then some of the rear deck yeah but dude that head unit looks so cool but you know there's one reason that i would not get that head unit and rob i think you know what it is i think everybody no, volume, right knob. Volume knob come right. on sony you know so- that a lot of the car manufacturers tried to skip those a few years and people got so mad because even the people that don't know car audio want a knob right for volume, come on. Push buttons, push buttons, terrible. Yeah, even slide up and down is terrible. I want a physical knob. What What are they doing with the crossover networks? Can you do a four way setup, or is it is it uh, like the PRS eighty? I think it's three. I don't think it's four way in this one. Mm, I wonder if they limit you like Pioneer. Yeah, honestly, I didn't. I didn't do my homework on that part of it to see, but I'm pretty sure it's only three. Because like on the ADPRS, you can only go down to 1100 hertz on the, so if you're running tweeters, that's as low as uh, you can go. If, you, if you're running you. like a, a wide band, it's, you're stuck. So you couldn't use, in other words, you couldn't use the snowman that you're talking about because you couldn't cross them over low enough. Yeah. I mean, you could, you just aren't going to get the, the sound you expected. Yeah. It's front, rear and sub. So it's only three outputs but I, i'm not sure what the crossovers can go to because i know you could still theoretically even if it was three-way you could still cross over if you cross the middle one down to like 200 or 250 you would be okay with the snowman because i think that's about what where they want to be crossed over anyway right i th- uh i want to say it's like 400 oh 400 okay so well, like that, that, that maybe you're even getting closer with that yeah but uh, it affects yeah, exactly what that is, I'm sure. But the fact that it doesn't have a volume knob, I mean, not much do it right. for me. And it's like, do, well, I, does it have optical out? I mean, I, I, I surely it does. It's a 720p screen. 
dude. But geez, what, I know it's so coming. hard for them to do 1080 right. in cars. I don't know why. Like, I mean, you can get a you can get a freaking 1080p think, um, screen for a computer that size for like 50 right. bucks. So I, I, I think that the, the the M200 that's looking at me right now is a higher resolution screen on its flip screen. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> oh geez. Yeah, USB. I'm not link. down with I, 720. I don't even though they're watching us in 720 now. So if you have this Sony unit, we're gonna be perfectly matched up. Yeah, but you can also upscale this. Because we can't afford that other package yet. <laughs> We're working on it. We can't quite afford that 1080p package for the StreamYard. Yeah. Even though we we should have invested in like StreamYard in the beginning when we first hooked up with them. Because we were like probably one of their first 50 customers. Yeah, we were. For sure. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And, and we, we needed, we needed to get our um, affiliate fees for telling other people too. Because we told at least 10 or 15 people about it. Uh, yeah, man. We, we're spreading the gospel. That's right. Um, so it's does wireless, um, high fidelity audio. That's cool. Bit rates up to three times higher, 990 kilobits than conventional Bluetooth. So it's got the ESS digital to analog converter chip, high performance, 32 bit processing to eliminate timing jitter. I mean, Rob, when's the last time that you had to get so frustrated because of timing jitter? (laughs) Yeah, I'm not that. I like SQ, but not that deep into SQ. Yeah, I mean, I could see you sitting right there in your right. car saying, gosh, this timing jitter is really <laughs> driving me nuts today. Yeah. All right, I'll stop. Um, but, yeah, they're talking about premium components and stuff they use, you know, these multi-layer capacitors and stuff. We'll see in a few years. Hopefully they don't. But, Sony, if you're listening, please give us a volume knob next time. And give us yeah. four-way output too. Yeah, I'm not, you shouldn't really need that. Really, just uh, if you have yeah. an optical, then I don't know. It's twelve ninety nine, so it's not a ridiculous price. Because I mean, compared to what the what was it, the P ninety nine RS, the high end um, Pioneer yeah. was about that price. The same price, right? And it didn't have Bluetooth. You had to buy that separate, but it did have four way out. Well, I tell you, Arc Audio makes a little. Um, bluetooth adapter that has an optical out oh that is supposed to be pretty dope and i'll have a video of that coming out soon but that thing would be my option instead of getting this Hmm. optical out and use a factory unit you know the bluetooth module on the tomb of boom.com has an optical output too there you go but there's so many people that haven't seen that they probably didn't know i said halloween's over you know what you got next year. We're gonna put Christmas lights on that mug, and we're gonna make it like a Christmas tree. And y'all getting a y'all can get some more of that. There you go. So the Sony Mobile ES, and of course, there's a lot more than just the head unit, which I highlighted, highlight or highlighted, I think. But the mids and tweets and stuff look all kind of nice too. Yeah, they look interesting for sure. I I did hear I'm not going to name the source that heard the demo car for the Sony ES, and they said it uh didn't sound that good. It's kind of like crazy. That's a bummer. Yeah, it could just be that. I mean, it, maybe it's tuned wrong. Who knows? But surely they got, they know what they're doing. Well, it's a lot of engineering that goes into. But another thing is, it's odd to me. I mean, I guess they decided to go with a, anything bigger because I've always heard that like 10 inches, the most popular subwoofer size. And I always wondered, I feel like a 12 would be the most popular because it's between a 10 and a 15. But 
I mean, I guess if you it's, go by the typical sale, kind of the average. And they're always a little bit cheaper usually. I, I actually like 10s. I got no problem. And to, for me, like a 10 and a 12, most times they're so close that it, it's not even worth it. I mean, unless unless you're going for cone area or you want more motor force, mm-hmm. which, you know, a lot, a lot of times the 10, 12s and the 15s even have the same exact motor. So True that. Yeah. Nice looking driver. It's a cast yeah. basket. Looks like it's got plenty of... Uh... And it's got the surround you'll never be able to replace. Yeah. It's with right. the same one. Yeah, it'll be the it'll, one yep. and done surround. Pioneer but, was bad about that well, on some of their higher end stuff too. But it is good to see, you know, Sony coming back with the ES lineup, even though, you know, as soon as you hear ES, then people say, what about XES? What about MES? You know, what about the, because yeah. those who don't remember, there are different versions of ES, right? There's like your ES and then there's, but I, I, hey, it's a good sign. I think. I just hope they sell okay and they, people like them. So, yeah. Sony will reinvest because I think things like this are probably for Sony like a special project type thing. Uh, yeah, I want to see what they, you know, Sony is bad about like their GS, you know, their new higher end amps. Well, that's just basically they may have put some different parts in there, but it's essentially the same amps that they had before. Right. Um, so. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and that's a good comparison to this is that GS head unit. Remember, that was like, what, $1,500, right. Yeah. So this head unit is actually less and a lot more featured than that other yeah. one because it, Rob and I always wonder, like, man, that thing is expensive for what right. it is. I mean, it's like a volume knob with a, you know, uh, yeah. a USB connector well, on it. They said, you wanted a volume knob. We made you a head unit that's all volume knob, Derek. Get this thing. It's a DAC connected to the volume knob with some RCA outs. Well, if it would have been six hundred bucks, then maybe. <laughs> dang, you talking? They said they tried the volume knob, and now this is what you. David, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. And I think that's the same David that wants one of my T three thousand twos. If it is, David, I'm working on that. I will get back with you soon. Thank you for your patience. Uh, ES equals extra spendy. Elevate your standards, bro. <laughs> Bring back those giant red amps. People it's are like, speaking, Sony. Yeah, nobody's in. There's like a very small. I love the the red mobile ES amps, but very few people do. Like, well, we're spoiled these days by tiny amps that you can, yeah. you know, fit in your pocket. I yeah. don't think there's any going back, uh, especially in the automotive environment where it's so noisy and stuff. It's like, we just want to be able to hide things. Right. So next on the list, trying to think which one I want to go to. I'm going to jump back. Have you even seen this one, Rob? Because I hadn't even seen it. I didn't know it was even out there. No. 15th anniversary Sundown SAZ 1500D. And it looks like it's highly polished. Look at brother uh, JP in the picture. Right. He's like reflecting. Dude, I- 659 bucks, so okay, so <laughs> yeah, that I mean, it's like it's a 1500 watt amp. What's up with that? Um, yeah. I know it's well, special edition, it's always gonna be a little bit more, but yeah, it's a special edition. It looks like it's got 10 inputs for a 1500 watt amp, 24 dB crossover slopes made in Korea, you know, Korean um, 
Korean labor's going up, man. Yeah. And you know, that is an interesting thing to bring forth to the peeps that are up here listening to this show, either whether it's now, whether it's sometime in 2020. I think people may uh, not understand the global crisis that we're in now with, with shipping and getting stuff from overseas. I would recommend that if you're interested in something, you might want to go ahead and get it because a lot of this stuff is going to be delayed a lot of the things that are available now are going to go away, and you're not going to be able to get it. And then guess what you're going to be doing? You're going to be going to eBay trying to fight with somebody who got too much money, too much time. So I would be not only this stuff. I'm just trying to help you guys out for your holiday shopping, whether it's Christmas <laughs> or whatever else. You might want to start thinking about it now. And I have I have a separate event. If you can get it, you get it. If you can't, you can't. Who cares? You don't need any of this stuff. Like don't as a guy that's infighting. As a guy that shows stuff for you to buy, you don't yes. actually do this stuff. You don't need car audio. Well, JP does it all the time. Need. He's like, yeah. here, get this. But if you can't afford diapers for your kid, get those first. Right. Yeah. Right, for sure. Yeah, but you know, it's like, you know, people get in the bidding wars. It, it Christmas time comes around. They're trying to get the hottest toy. Like that stuff does not matter. I know everybody knows that, but your kids don't know it, but yeah, spend, spend some extra time with your kids. You know, worth more than any present. I know it might be related to the global chip shortage, and this is a little bit of a side jag from this, but PS5. I mean, yeah. every time one of the new gaming systems come out, I don't get it for like two years or sometimes even more because I'm not playing those games. I'm not paying too much. Yeah. Um, I don't mind waiting. I'm not a super gamer anyway but it's just it's so odd to me that things can be that in demand that they can never keep them in stock i almost think it's a nintendo model whereas we're gonna tease you to the point where we don't want to give you quite enough we always want to have you reaching trying to be able to grab it and it's not quite there yet right yeah i'm not a i was at one point an early adopter i had to have the newest phone and now I just I don't care I don't care I if it has a feature if like I bought a PS4 I played two games on it I played Fallout 4 and I played uh, Madden hmm. that same year and that's it never played any other games I bought a bunch of games took that time over for me yeah and mine came with Spider Man and that was actually kind of cool game but I didn't I haven't played it much I played it like twice and it was fun to fly between the buildings and you know throw the webs and stuff but. Yeah, I'm the same way. I have to be careful. I used to, my vice used to be Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. So, and my my youngest daughter loved to watch me, so I had to turn it all the way down to nothing because, you know, they'll be cussing yeah. and <laughs> all kind of stuff on there. So, uh, so I'm assuming I get you, it. Didn't, you didn't kill no hookers. Uh, no, no but, but I just get in there and drive crazy and stuff. And then, dude, it was crazy how quick the time would melt away. I mean, it oh, would be yeah. like two hours would be like a blink. And I was like, hold on. I just wasted two hours playing that dumb game. Yeah. So, yeah, when you're when you're trying to make videos and trying to do things, you know, for your for your side hustle, you have to be careful with those, uh, yeah. with those now time I melt, wasters. <laughs> I, I, I melt my hours away by editing, but like six hours. <laughs> it, that melts it away, too. And it's really, like, you're just all of a sudden is super hungry. Like, dude, how long have I been to- yeah, I, I think we need to look for um, to get help to do that because I really think that we could get the 
process down. I know I, I voice over most of my stuff, but still, if I get yeah. somebody to edit it all and they let me voice it over at the end, that will be fine too. Um, so anyway, I need to look into that because I, yeah. I would be able to produce like three times the video. Yeah, I, I actually enjoy the editing, but yeah, you, you can definitely, I sequester myself. It's my alone time. I, that's all I'm doing. I don't enjoy I'm, it. Though. I've tried to. Yeah, it can be. Right. All right. So next product in the line is, I don't even know how to pronounce this one. Unfortunately, they didn't have it on their website yet. Right. But you know what it is, right? The JL Audio Max Max Audio Measurement System and Tune. Yeah. Is that what it's called? I, I just call it the JL Audio Max. You know, so. I just- I didn't watch this whole demo, so I'm I'm probably not the best one to explain what it is, but it sounds like a super duper featured measurement tool. Is that what right. it is? It is a so we typically do measurements with like one mic, a single mic in a vehicle. And sometimes, you know, people you'll see this is an array of microphones. You have five microphones. And not only that, but so you can get all the measurements. You can use it with any DSP. Uh, you just have to enter stuff manually. If you're using a tweak, you can hook this up to the tweak and it will do. Oh, nice. And I heard a system um, at SQ Finals, Joseph Norton's audio control um, car that had. So he had the JL Audio Mac and he showed me the difference between his original tune, JL Audio Max Tune, and then what he finally ended up with. And that Max Tune is pretty dope. Like the stock one. Of course he improved upon it by making a few small tweaks, but yeah, it was it's impressive. Cool. Now I don't they didn't mention any pricing or anything, did they? That's gonna be dude, that's gonna be like a dealer item. I guarantee you it's at least thirty five hundred bucks. Oh really? You think it's that much? Yeah. I did it see be, Mark Eldridge tweaking on it all weekend that weekend i didn't get a chance i wanted to meet him in person but you know everyone's trying to holler at mark eldridge and say what's up so i don't want to be a bother i mean as we know decent quality microphone 150 200 a piece right so if you got multiples and and they're probably using pretty good quality microphones yeah to do things like this but i did think it was a very interesting um looking device i'm just not if it's kind of like the amp dyno maybe so it's designed for you know special special testing or those are in like real high end but it is interesting right yeah that that's definitely cool i mean and it can be maybe be something you can just rent like if a shop says hey come in we'll charge you whatever 200 bucks we'll we'll go through this and and we'll help you out i just i was gonna show you so uh, Dean said on five star thirty five hundred. So you're so you're on, you're right on. Yeah. Actually, just bought a new measurement mic. I don't know where it is, but I was going to show it off. Maybe somebody has it and they're using it to measure. <laughs> Solid joke. <laughs> Solid dad joke for the lose. Oh. Uh, um, the mics, the Dayton test mics are on sale. That's a good. Oh, that's uh, cool. Yeah, and you know, I didn't. And maybe this may be something that we'll get into before the end of this month. But you know, the Black Friday type sales are going to be coming right. up, and I didn't put it on here, but I need to pull it up real quick because you guys need to see this. Let me stop sharing my. Screen. I want to say def- Sonic. They just had theirs on there. Who's that? Sonic Electronics. Oh yeah, yeah. Sonic did. Mm-hmm. Um, 
my train of thought. Oh, uh, you just said Sonic and you got me messed up. Who is the one that's in the same shot with Sundown that does the subwoofer? Stereo song? Integrity. Thank you. You're looking at the 18. I yes. almost pre-ordered that, but I was like, well, Me wait, too. I'll wait. <laughs> I, I I love the uh, the version one that I had. This would be one that I'm sure people will be picking up. I mean, this is a steal. Yeah, the HT18V3. Now, this can be used in car audio, but you need to understand the TS parameters and the um, the box recommendations. So... If you use a sealed box, four cubic feet. Right. If you port it, eight cubic feet to 22 hertz. If you want ULF, ultra low frequencies, 18 cubic feet. Right. If you want super low, <laughs> then you want 22 cubic feet. Yeah. So you can pretty much utilize your whole interior for one 18, but I bet that thing went. Yeah. And and uh, we the other one was using Cardio quite often, and uh, you know just the average size ported box, a, a big ported box, but big old box. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you're using it for home audio, then that's fine. It's just you got to buy a lot of wood. Yeah. But uh, that sub is. Uh, yeah, I mean, no doubt about it. For for one hundred ninety nine dollars, and I believe that was shipped before. Is that the price for it shipped? Or yeah, it... I don't, I don't know. I haven't tried to add it because I'm afraid that I might buy one or two. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> the space will eventually run out, Rob. Yeah, it doesn't it last will. forever. I know. I've literally got stuff everywhere. <laughs> yeah, me too. So, just in case you guys need a subwoofer, or if you have a lot of, let let them check out that motor. It looks small, but it, it's actually quite a beef. Yeah, it's triple. It's a dual. Is it a dual eight or a dual four? Um, can you get it dual four and dual two? Uh, I think. Appreciate it, David. Yes, thumb. thank you. Well, look, it, you're still pre-ordered now, so you get it for ten bucks off. Oh, that is shipped. Oh, it's one eighty nine. Resist. Yeah. Resist the click. I yeah. I've still got a, a stroker that I haven't done anything with. That that's what's holding me back from getting this because if if I hadn't bought the stroker and I had already done something with it, I might order this to play with. If I wasn't going to put the quad box in my home theater, then I probably I think make a hundred cubic foot box for it. Yes, right. <laughs> ten by Have ten. It take by up 10. the whole corner. <laughs> what we could do is you could just kind of make it into a piece of furniture, right, for, in the corner, and just have some well padding like, on top. You, That'd be fun. I think to sit we can do my whole studio would be a nice hundred. That's right. Now you just mount the subwoofer to your door that you've already got sound right. deadened, and then you're good. You're sniffing at baffle. There we go. Un- unfortunately, the people outside the then, room are going to get. I'm gonna grow my hair out enough to do a hair trick in here with it. <laughs> now that <laughs> that might send the show stratosphere spectrum. So yeah, the uh, Stereo Integrity HT18, and they also, if you look at the top, they have their amps twenty percent off for Black Friday. So you guys get ready for the Black Friday stuff. It is coming. But again, I will warn you that if you wait too long for this stuff, that I think a lot of it's going to be sold out. So yeah. by 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 early. The next. And probably last thing I have on my list here. I'm sure we can think of some other things. Have you heard about this one, Rob? 
Yeah. The Audio Control Epicenter Limited Edition. I've seen a bunch of zero, zero, zero out of 5,000 models. Dean's so, got one. Steve Mead's got one. This has got one. What's your model? What's your number? Well, so the box says zero, 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 zero of 5,000. Right. The device is a true serial number. Oh, wow. It's right nice. here at the bottom. So it's got a real nice sheet. I don't know if you guys saw Steve's video, but he he made a real nice mounting uh, plate for everything. He got, I think he literally got numbers. He got like he got zero, 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 zero. Him and Dean yeah. both have zero, four zeros. Oh. On the cool. actual device. So there's more than 5,000? Yeah. How's that work, audio control? 5,002. There was only 100 um, concept amps made ever. Well, I definitely, I'll, I need, uh, I'd like to run one. I think it'd be cool. Yeah, I mean, it, it, um, I just got it in, so I hadn't had a chance to even pull it out of the box and look at it, but they sold a million epicenters. This is their limited edition based on one million. So they're getting close to the McDonald's, McDonald's is a billion. Right, billions. billions. So, so, but now it's I think impressive. It's billions. They put billions. It it's like right. five billion, I think. Right. Well, I mean, like the epicenter. I mean, to sell one million of these, um, that's like in the a cost car audio of... market. That's insane. This is not like a sub or an amp. This is something someone would go out of their way to get. Yeah, and they've been two hundred dollars for a long time. I remember even right. back, like in the nineties, they were either one forty nine or one ninety nine. Even back then. Um, there three are three. The yeah, they're cool though. I mean, because like if you're playing a song that doesn't have a lot of bass, you crank up the epicenter, and you don't need a rebass track. This would be really cool on the uh, Tomb of Boom because there are some tracks that you know need a little bit more bumpity bump, thumpity thump. Yeah. yeah, maybe we'll see. Yeah, just add it on. That'll be next year's uh, add-on. <laughs> yeah, original epicenter back in the day. Shane. I think a lot of people have by the time they've finished giving out to him i yeah i mean i didn't know i, I literally just one just showed up so i didn't have any pre-warning that i was getting one or anything so but i would assume that you know companies are kind of smart they know that that people watch certain videos so if you have yeah. something you show it off i mean that's how it works um the micro yeah, they showed oh, that one. Right. Was that um that was the other? What do you call the other? The Knowledge Fest or something? Yeah, yeah. and and I like the uh, they make the N dash. I like the N dash epicenter because it also has a dB meter on it, which I yes. think. I mean, it's not it's it's not like a real dB meter, as far as like a pressure sensor. It's a mic dB meter, but I think it's just cool to look at. You know, spark a speaks the truth. Yeah, that's true. So there were. There were some mention of, sorry, of the um, Down for Sound amps also. Um, some of the new models that are supposed to be coming out pretty soon. And I think they said that they may hit by the end of this year or they may be early 2022. But you remember the big one, the big Class AB one? The Which gold, one? The gold two-channel, what is it, 1,400 watts by two? Oh, okay. The Down for Sound. Sound. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were they're working on pre-orders and stuff for that one. So 
I think that one's coming, and they've got, I don't know, like six or eight different models coming out, too. they got like a 10-channel Marine app, all kind of stuff coming. So it'll yeah. be interesting to see see what what uh, what hits the scene next with that, and of course I know uh, Kicker is is so ready for their uh, L seven X's to make it here from Me too, <laughs> the yeah. land of Me too. China. <laughs> Gosh, it's like I watched uh, a video about the uh, container ships and, and right. how many are sitting outside waiting and why they're waiting and all that. This just-in-time stuff that we learned about when we were in school. I guess most of y'all learned yeah. about it, too. But that's all good and well when Until everything is... Yeah. Right, and you have one thing, and in this case, we had many things right. that broke that, including that huge container ship that got stuck in the Suez Canal that you know blocked right. ships for weeks. It's yeah, just that, so much stuff going on. Get you, like... Working in a factory, they're all about the just-in-time shipping, the 5S method, all this stuff. So, like, you have to watch training videos on that probably, I don't know, every three months. Something, something, <laughs> something dumb like that. Yeah, that's probably going to be a 10,000 watt amp. Right. So, you guys want those big, powerful amps. From what I've seen with how they're having those amps designed, they're having them designed so they can pretty much be... Um, foolproof, failproof as far as uh, how you connect them up. I think their biggest concern is people not having the electrical right. to run them because they there's some things that with, with a system that drops really quick in voltage that can still damage an amp, it's really hard to do protection that way. But as far as like speaker loads and things like that, they can do all kind of protections right. for that. Well, see, the, the thing, the problem that like people... All right, I'm gonna bring Kicker into this this uh, statement here, but like the Kicker Q class, they're they're pretty inefficient, and the reason is because when you drop that low impedance, I mean, uh, it's still gonna play. It's not gonna. Right. So they they gave up the efficiency on this end to get the protection on this, which you can do both, but you know, that's that's probably why that's no longer. A thing anymore in the Q classes, sunsetted, and we're waiting on what's coming next. Yeah, yeah, it's tough, you know, because um, people that want to run half an ohm, they could run things. It requires a whole lot more amplifier because amps are designed for one, and it's like, do I run it at two or do I run it at half? Right. Running at half, I'm going to most likely either, you know, uh, have less lifespan of the amplifier or it's going to have problems, but I get and a lot most more power. People, well, most, even people that know better or know everything involved, they're mm-hmm. still going to go half home because you're still, even on a, a constant power amp like Rockford Fosgate or a smart, the lower impedance, you're still going to get a little bit more power because they can't perfectly match it. And, and then some amps uh, like the old Phoenix gold Xenons were, that were some of the first constant power, those actually really weren't constant power at all. They just done a lot more power at lower impedances. When I had my first amplifier, and this is back in the day when most subs were four ohms. If you wanted to run two four ohm subs, you had two choices. If you had one amp, you ran them in stereo. Yeah. Or you bridged them in mono and ran them series or parallel. And of course I ran mine parallel because it was louder. 
Yeah. So I used a first gen punch 150 at two ohms mono for like five years. Oh and yeah. That's what kind of sold me on Rockford. I'm like, it, this amp gets hot. I could cook a freaking egg on it. Yeah. But it bumped and it kept right on asking for more. Is this all you got? Yeah. We used to run them at one ohm. It's crazy. But I'll tell you from personal experience, when you do that with a pure sine wave and a resistive load, she ain't going even at two ohms some of them will be like no 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 yeah <laughs> like oh, they, they won't. <laughs> the chat want to see what are you talking about are you talking about the the wilson the audio one, one or are you joking are you talking about your 14.4 volt because <laughs> i, I yeah. do literally have the other one right here beside me if you want to see it pop but, it up we're, we're never going to get one for this channel so <laughs> yeah i can right, i can right tell you I can tell you that um, my daughter had a show and tell a couple years ago. It's not long after I got this. And I went, no, no, no. They were doing family stuff. Like, um, it wasn't family heirlooms, but it was like um, family tree and stuff like that. And they were showing artifacts from the families. <laughs> and so my daughter's like, can I take your YouTube silver play button? I was like, yeah, sure. The kids in that class freaked out. They're like, oh, you got 100,000 views. Or 100,000. Bling. Blinging on them. That's it. So right about the time I got it, they used to have it where the play um, button kind of was, it kind of stuck out. Right. And then they changed it so now it's recessed and it's got like a mirror inside, which I kind of like the other one better, but I'm not. Hold up. Hold up. I got something to show off. Keep it in plastic. Got a ways to go to get to the million. I told my oldest daughter that if I got to a million, by the time she was 16, we'd go to Australia. That was before the pandemic, obviously, and I got a long ways to go before. I'm at like yeah. 250 or something. Dude, I got a long ways to go before I get to 100,000. So my wife, being the cool person she is. Oh, yeah, look at that. <laughs> I love it. My own bronze bronze play button there. That is sweet. <laughs> Uh, now you can go um, you can go on YouTube I mean on eBay and you can buy some that, that are kind of like that you know they're customized yeah. and you can do that That's, and I've seen some people selling like ones like this on yeah. eBay for several hundreds of dollars I'm like why would you want to buy somebody else's right why, and then why would they want to sell it it's like yeah, that's, that's a, a lot huge of accomplishment get, yeah. yeah yeah that's like selling a well, I mean, I'm not going to equate it to a purple heart, but it's like selling something of importance, you know? <laughs> yeah. I mean, granted, there are some people that, you know, five months, six months get a hundred thousand subscribers. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it does happen. So it could be them, well, whatever. But some of us, it took like yeah. eight or nine years. So <laughs> we're journeymen and, and I'm not even close. I think my, I think I started in 2015. So it's been six years. It, it's ups and downs. Yep. Franks and beans. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to end. Deviant has 92 <laughs> sub plaque. Did you call him Deviant again? I did. I did. Just, <laughs> just to, just to piss him or... off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hey, Deviant, just so you know, the first 100 are the hardest. After right. you get out, after you get over 100, that's like, that's like the first hump. And then you're, then you're good. Dude, I'll, and, I just want to call, I'm just going to, from here on out, divine 
<laughs> buying it for the uh, Rob has got the CCA play button. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I agree. I definitely need to put it on the wall behind me. That would be kind of cool. I, I kind of wanted to change the layout back there because I've got some other stuff I want to. Yeah, I need it with a little, little light. Maybe yeah. a little shelf. Uh, let's see. Spot in public. I don't, I don't know. Nobody ever spots me in public. I had a guy at work though. Gosh, whenever we were in work before the pandemic, he was new to the workplace. Yeah. And Rob knows I'm kind of, I don't really share this stuff with my work people because I don't want there to be any crossing, you know, of your day job and this. So I don't usually tell a lot of people, but this guy came. He's like, "Hey, Big D, what's up?" And I was like, "So what's up, man?" But <laughs> he said, "Man, I love your channel." I was like, "He said, oh, I'm sorry." I said, "Man, just can you keep it on the DL, you know, because there are people around here listening. They're gonna say, what? What's this? What's this thing you're? No, what? You two, what? I'm like, what? I'm like, you can talk to me different now, right?" <laughs> no, no, I, I don't. I don't like to share that stuff. I like to keep it personal. But uh, maybe one day. <laughs> SJC, there you yeah. go. Franks and beans. Yeah, that's uh, something about Mary. If you've seen that, then you know that that little phrase. That's one of my favorite movies ever. Rob, <laughs> y'all have to do that on your your movie review. That's have yeah, you I, have I, you I, seen I, something I, about Mary? Yeah, dude. Of course, okay. I have. of course, yeah. okay. El Fuego, 12 Days of Christmas Live. I think we should try to fit in the tw- I've always wanted to do the 12 Days of Amp Test, but I say it every year about yeah. like building one of these coffins. It's like, yeah, right. Well, you finally could, got around to that, so you might. If if I start now, I might be able to do it. If you've done it as a live stream, maybe. Yeah, that's true. I just have to have everything set up, but yeah, I could do uh, that. It's, it's a freaking... Yeah, it is, but you could you yeah. could still do it. You could have it just prepped and just ready to go. And all you gotta do is change the, especially with the dyno, just change the ohm load. You don't have to re- like rewire it or anything. Yeah, like the MM one. All right. Well, we write it an hour ish. So we talked about some of the new products, and you know, I I really like it. And the reason I wanted to do this, and we Rob and I talked about about trying not to make these shows dated, but yeah. I don't really think there's a way around it in some cases, but I always like when Subwoofer King does his little car audio news and wears his sunglasses and, and makes yeah. fun of people. That to me is hilarious. I still want to steal his thunder and do something like that with Dick Rickless. So, uh, so I'm going to see if I can sign him for a year contract maybe and, and do some car audio news. There just hasn't been that much to be able to go over like for a weekly right. type show, but just like a, five or six minute video, you know, once a week, I think will be fun. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, so, James is leaving, uh, QMV. What? No. Who said that? I did not see that. Uh, was that RVH? Was that in a video or was that in a Facebook post or what? I, I was going to try to get, out. yeah, I know who quality, yeah, quality mode video. Yeah. I was going to, we we're going to try to get them on here. Right. Lorenzo might still come on. I guess yeah. he'll, he'll be filling the, the spot. I know that uh, James had mentioned before they were trying to get somebody to help with the video stuff. Um, and I think they've been hitting a slump too. I don't know if you noticed Rob, but their views have gone way down too. 
It's unfortunate because uh-huh. they do really good videos. Oh, a video oh, yeah. today, according to David. Okay, we'll have to check that out. See what's uh, there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the views be sucking here lately. So yeah, they're bad. Yeah. I mean, and people like EXO are not even able to do car audio stuff. He's been working on his house. Um, <laughs> we yeah, we don't actually know, but I mean, yeah, we don't we don't know. All we know is um, there were some things brought up about that, and then there was some suspicions i guess that that would have been the case but we never know what to say about that no any car audio mag still in publications i think isn't past mag still yeah past past mag still puts out like a quarterly or maybe a Mm. bi-yearly or something biannual yeah i know that um who is it paul he's the one that does the high-end home audio stuff mcgowan mcgowan they do a um digital version for home audio type stuff it's called copper or something magazine yeah but yeah i think even even stuff like that for for car audio would be tough right now but yeah i mean we miss them too but and that's the other thing we of course we talked with um rob hepner remember because he worked at uh, right. one of the i think it was auto sound and he might have worked at several of them, but anyway, I wanted to get some more input about uh, some of the people that worked there about how everything kind of worked because I was always curious about, hey, how do you test and show product reviews if you're if they're doing ad negative about them? How's that work? Yeah, there's supposed to be separation of church and state, but you know, that's what they told us anyway. So, so if uh, that didn't get a good review. Do you think that that company is going to be buying an ad next month? Yeah. Well, exactly. I just. Hey, sometimes I do. Sometimes. sometimes they feel like a nut. Maybe yeah. they'll make a better product next time. I don't know. But yeah, it's, uh, difficult to understand that. Uh, audio in the hot rod. So I drove, I've been driving the hot rod quite a bit, but I, um, I think I talked about this before, but I'm trying to trying to find somebody who can do the power steering, which it needs a new steering rack that comes out of a Mustang two and also power brakes. And then that gets to the question, why don't why not just do a whole new chassis? And if you know anything about that, a chassis for the thirty seven is about twenty or twenty five grand. But that yeah. comes with the brakes, and it comes with the, uh, with everything pretty much ready. So, but then he, yeah. So, Dude, I got it, an it's idea. An impasse. You sell the hot rod, get a new Bronco. <laughs> then you don't have to worry about upgrading anything. Get the Sasquatch yeah. package. That's an idea. Yeah. My, I don't know if my wife will let me though. With yeah. all the work it took me to get that thing. I don't know. I'm still thinking about what to do, but it's fine now. I mean, I could just go ahead and just do the audio system or whatever and just deal with the, the power, the no power steering and no power brakes and just cruise around with it. And that will work too. So maybe that's what yeah. I'll do. Putting in a Honda motor. That's right. S2000. Do it like the Flintstones. Stop. <laughs> it, it works. But when's the last time you drove a car, Rob, that didn't have power brakes? Have you ever driven a car that didn't have power brakes? Uh, yeah, but it's been a long time. But like, and it's one that where the brake booster was messed up. So the combination of the two makes it 
I mean, you don't you don't even think about how easy cars are to drive these days yeah. until you get in one like that, and then you drive ten miles and you get out of the car and you're like, I'm worn out because you're trying to keep it on the road to begin with because the steering rack, you know, it's got that play in it because none of the manual steering ones are perfect. And then every time you go to stop, you got to use all those muscles in your legs to get the thing stopped. Right. Uh, so anyway, too much extra information. But yeah, strong arm steering. That's right, Bobby. There you go. Well, if anybody knows any other options, then let me know because I'm open for them. But I'm trying to find somebody local that I can trust that, that can do some things because it won't be me. I'll be working on other stuff on the weekend. All right, people. Well, thank you yeah. again, as always, for, for joining in, whether it's on the web or uh, live here with us or on the audio podcast. We do appreciate it. Make sure you check us out at 12vtalk.com. You can check out all of our episodes. Check us out with the video portion. Check out Hi-Fi Vega on YouTube. Check out Wilson Audio Labs on YouTube. Tombofboom.com. Tombofboom.com. Dot com. And go. that will stay for eternity <laughs> until I can't afford the domain no more. It's $16 a year. I'm going to keep it going. Right. There you go. All right. Derek pay, probably pays for 100 domains, if I had to guess. Not 100, <laughs> but there's definitely a Close. lot. <laughs> All right, homies. Y'all have a good one. We'll see you next week. All right. Peace. We'll see you. No reverse polarity tomorrow. Ooh.